Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Nairman's Podcast, episode 404. Today is Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. This past weekend was the Labor Day holiday weekend. And if you're thinking to yourself, I don't remember Arthur mentioning that, that's because I didn't. Because I forgot that this past weekend was a three-day holiday weekend. Labor Day itself was this past Monday. And so I didn't say anything about it, clearly. The thing is that I got it into my head that the Labor Day holiday is the last Monday in October, and it's not. It's the fourth Monday in October. So I was completely off as to when it was. Not that it really matters, because for me, (laughs) one day is pretty much like another, so it doesn't really matter. But I was having the family around on Friday without without a clue that it was the start of a holiday weekend. But it doesn't matter. Everything went fine. And I'm sure the answer that you're waiting to hear most was, did I, in fact, achieve perfection or near perfection in cleaning up the house? And of course, the answer is no. I wasn't really anticipating getting it perfect or anywhere near perfect, but it was dramatically better than it was before I started. There's uh, no stuff lying around anymore. I hadn't cl- cleared off the dining table in probably months because nobody used it, and I was always I always have projects going on, and it was just more convenient to leave it there than to put it away and go back and get it again over and over and over again. But now it's all clean and tidy and just the way it should be, and um, I just have to <laughs> I have to keep up with a certain little four footed friend of mine who keeps tracking in grass clippings and weed clippings and stuff from outside. But apart from that, no, it's it's pretty much pretty much perfect. There's n- not much to report in the news front, fortunately, here in New Zealand. We're still a good week and a bit, week and a half away from getting the uh, final result of the election, the final declaration, which is probably all we need to know in order to know what the shape of the government is going to be. I mean, it's it's theoretically possible it might still hang on the result of the by-election the end of November, but I don't think that's likely. I think by uh, Friday of next week, we should know what the final shape of the government is going to be. And then they can, they, then they can finally commence in earnest their, um, what do you call it, coalition negotiations. And we'll see what happens. Fortunately, though, because we don't really have a government as such at the moment, Things are pretty quiet, and we don't hear a lot of the sort of moaning and carrying on that that one does when there actually is a government that's constantly in the news, you know, issuing press releases and this, that, and the other thing. So that's a good thing, you know. It's that it's kind of kind of a calm at the moment. <laughs> I spent my Labor Day mowing my lawns, and when I say spent the day, I mean I spent the day. I started in the morning with the edge trimmer going around the edges out front. And then I brought out the mower and started mowing. Now, with the weather we've had lately, with lots of rain and and more lately, warm weather, the grass has grown a lot, and all the weeds, of course. It's grown a lot. It was really thick, but that all that rain also made it quite moist, especially down lower in the grass. So I started, but I had to stop halfway through or partway through to clean out all the grass goop underneath the mower. Then I kept going, but I could hear it was struggling all the time. I had to walk really slowly so that I didn't stall the mower. But I got the front done and I did part of the side of the house, which is where I keep the wheelie bins for the the rubbish and the recycling. So I thought, well, I'll just mow a, a path so I can get out the gate with them on those days, just in case I couldn't finish the mowing. And I stopped at that point and took the battery out and it was quite warm. And I wasn't quite sure how much power was left. There's a little button you can push to get an indication of the power level. It's only four dots. So 
<laughs> so it's not all that accurate. But it, it told me that it was nearing it was nearing being done anyway. And I knew that if I had kept going, I, I might have run out of power. But considering how much it was struggling, it's also possible the battery would have gotten so hot that the mower would have shut off. Because there's a safety feature built into the machine to ensure that it doesn't overheat. Because if one of these batteries overheats, it can call cause what's what's called thermal runaway, and the battery heats up and up and up, and then it can explode literally and burst into a very hot flame, a very hot fire that's very difficult to put out. You have to basically just let it burn out. And then they've also been known to restart <laughs> a day or two later. There was a, a rubbish fire in a, I think it was a some sort of metal recycling place in Auckland that was started by these sorts of batteries exploding and causing fire. And there's, there've been, a, it's been in the news a lot lately. And I really should talk about that sometime because it annoys me, but I digress. I took the battery inside and uh, put it in a spot where it would cool down. And I had to cool down as well because it was quite hot that day. I had some water and, and rested. And then when the battery cooled down, I put it on the charger to let it charge. And I thought, well, I might get a little more done or maybe I should wait until the next day. But I was unsure about that because rain was forecast for Tuesday. And I thought, I really don't want to risk not being able to get the rest of the back done. Time passed and the battery was done. It wasn't actually as empty as I thought it was. The heat issue aside, I would have been able to get um, quite a bit more done. While I was charging, I went out with a line trimmer to do the edges in the back, which is much bigger than the front, of course. The boundary is much more boundary to be to be weed whacked. And um, the battery, I, I still had a battery in the line trimmer. I try not to keep batteries in, but sometimes I forget to take them out. And because I'd used it last time, it didn't have enough to get all the way through. It got most of the way through. So then I went back to the garage, got out another battery, which is one of the original batteries that came with our power tools, and used that. And that died pretty quickly because it had <laughs> virtually no power anyway. And I had a third battery that I also hadn't charged but hadn't used very much at all. And that was more than enough to finish the job, fortunately. So three batteries just to do the line trimming. And by that point, the mower battery was fully charged. So I got the mower out, put the battery in, but I walked all the way over to the side of the house where I can see it. It's on the living side of the house. So I can see it from the lounge area and from all the bedroom windows looks out on that. And that's what I concentrated on first. And if I thought that the front yard was was hard work and hard going, my goodness, I didn't know what I was in for. The back was even worse. It was one of those times where I had to tilt the mower up on its back wheels, go down a row, and then put it back down on all four wheels and go over that same row again, which I find very physically demanding because all lawnmower handles are too low for me anyway as a tall person. So when I have to raise the wheels off the ground, I have to stoop over slightly as I'm walking down the lawn, and that's that gets painful in my back after a while. But I persevered, and I kept going until the battery died. And then it was really hot. <laughs> so I took it inside to cool cool down. And while that was happening, I started charging the batteries that I'd used in the line trimmer. And I was sitting resting, and I thought, well, that's, that's going to be it. I'm not going to be able to get any more done. I had put the mower back in the garage, I should say, just in case. I thought, I'm not going to be able to get any, any more done. Maybe I'll be able to finish it in the morning. I don't know. And so I'm just sitting there, having my my dinner, and I'm watching the evening news. And normally, when the sports come on, comes on, I feed Leo. But this time, I I looked at the battery, and it was done charging. And I thought, why not? So I fed him quickly, and I went outside to finish the mowing while the sports was on. 
And in the end, it took me about seven or eight minutes to finish the last little bit I needed to do. And sports segment is long enough that I was able to um, get back in before the weather came out, which is actually what I, all I wanted to see. And I got the, the lawns mowed. And it turned out to be a very good thing because it did rain overnight. And then Tuesday it rained, and then today it rained. So <laughs> all's well that ends well, I suppose. Next, I have a project I've decided to take on. And I'm either, this is either a really great decision or it will be another mistake. There, there's no in between on this, I don't think. <laughs> what I decided to do is to take pretty much everything out of my office so that I can completely reorganize it. And that means taking and putting it elsewhere in the house. I'm going to start in, in the hallway because it's closer to my office. The thing is, there, there are three rooms that are overrun with stuff and they need to be sorted. It's my bedroom, my office, and the guest room, basically the three bedrooms. And any organizer or declutterer or whatever will tell you, you you should start with your own bedroom first because you that's the last place you see at night and the first place you see in the morning, and you should make that beautiful or whatever. Well, that's true. I agree with that. But the my office probably bothers me the most because this is the place I try to do fun stuff, blogging and podcasting and whatnot. And also things I need to work on for what for whatever reason. Um, could be anything, really. And I want to be able to spend more time and more creative time in my office, but there's just not enough room to do the things I want to do. So I decided I wanted to prioritize my office. And those same experts in decluttering and organizing and stuff will always tell you, you just take everything out of the room and don't sort it, just get it all out, and then you sort into, you know, keep, throw, donate, sell, whatever. But that's not exactly how I'm going to do it either. I'm I'm going to take everything out and I'm going to try to do a sort of macro organizing as I do. Like, for instance, I've got different boxes of photos that I'm waiting to scan, or actually it's the negatives I'm waiting to scan. And I want to put them all together in one place so that I can deal with them together and just get everything organized. What is uncertain at this point is what I'm going to do about my desk because my desk is too small for me. Now, to be fair, at the moment I have it set up half for me and half for Nigel's computer, which I haven't finished with yet. Part of that is because of the server drama. I couldn't I couldn't connect to the servers because of the Ethernet switch being broken. Well that's sorted. So I can I can do that now, but I sort of buried that side of the desk and stuff. <laughs> of course I did. So that's my plan. My plan is to basically empty out my office reorganize it and reorganize it in every sense, not just put the stuff back neatly, but also to determine if there's anything I can get rid of and if so, to do to do it. And it also means, I think, that I'm going to put the uh, closet organizer in the wardrobe in my office. If you remember what I said about a long time ago, the problem with that is with that system, or with that project rather, is that the builders put in a shelf and it has a piece of wood, sort of in a U-shape, that follows the walls of the closet, the wardrobe, whatever you want to call it. And the shelf is screwed onto that. And underneath it is a steel bar for hanging clothes on, which is held on with screws. It's not something you can just lift out. But the, the bigger issue is actually the shelves, because the shelves were painted after they were put in. They, I gather they did the whole wardrobe at once with the shelves in. So the screws have been painted over. Now, granted... I'm the first owner of the house, and so there's not a lot of paint, I don't think. So I should be able to get them out. But because of the way they did it, and because I have to take the wood supports out as well, I'm going to have to patch the walls and paint them 
And if I paint just where I patch, I'm probably going to need to, pat, to paint the entire inside of the wardrobe because I want it to match with itself. Whether it matches the rest of the room or not didn't matter so much. And it's a big job. So I'm uncertain whether I'm going to go with that now or later. I'm probably going to just bite the bullet and get everything done at once because getting everything out of the office means getting everything out of the wardrobe here as well. At one point, I seriously considered taking the doors off and putting a desk in there, whether it's the one I've got now or building one to fit the space. But I don't know that I want to do that because, for one thing, then I have to store the doors. And I think I would rather just leave it as it is, but with a wardrobe organization system so that I can store stuff neatly and behind the doors if I want, and also to rearrange my office in a way that it works better for me because it definitely doesn't work the way it is now. If Nigel was here... I would not have my desk facing the window as it is because my back is to the door and that would drive me absolutely insane. I hated having my back to the door. Not that he would sneak up on me exactly, although he might. <laughs> he was he was capable of it. But just, I don't like that. I don't like having my back to the door when there's other people around. But that's not why I want to move it. I want to move it because facing the window means that the afternoon sun comes streaming in and it hits my eyes and I can't see the screen unless I close the blinds. So I want to turn it probably perpendicular to the window, I think. So this is going to be a work in progress. It actually, I expect, will take two or three weeks to complete, especially if I do the wardrobe, less if I don't. So stay tuned. This is going to be an ongoing project. I, I may have an update next week. In fact, if I start it, it will be probably this weekend. And so I should have some sort of update by next week. And finally, I have just a little bit of levity, uh, something a bit lighthearted to end this episode with. You might remember some weeks back, I'd frankly forgotten how long it is, uh, Grayson sent through some uh, Jeopardy answers that had been given, and we went over those. Well, my friend Tom, a.k.a. the Ramble Redhead, sent me through one that he saw. I actually don't know when it was on. But here is the answer. Christchurch is the largest city in this New Zealand region that shares its name with an English city known for a church begun in the 6th century. And the question is, what is Canterbury? Now, that question is, <laughs> sorry, that answer is really convoluted. But the answer is Canterbury. Canterbury is the one of, is probably the main region in the South Island, main in terms of population density. Christchurch is the is currently the third largest city in New Zealand. Um, Hamilton is about to become the third largest city sometime before 2050, probably. It's now pr primarily farming country, but of course that also is the region where there were the earthquakes. They're often called the Canterbury earthquakes because it wasn't just Christchurch, but also out into the, the region beyond. But that's it for today. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon. Kakete ano. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amarin's Podcast at amarinspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.